The following represents the opinions of the host and guests. The material spoken about may contain topics that are not suitable for children. Topics such as suicide, death, dismemberment, rape, and murder may be detailed. Discretion is advised. Hey, boozers. Hello. It is Alexis. And I'm Gabe. And I have missed you. Yes. I know it doesn't feel like it to you guys because we were able to record those episodes and get them out for you. Yes. But I am back. I'm back. And you didn't even realize I was gone. Bitches. <laughs> so today is my episode. It is a Freaky Friday episode. Yeah. Um, and I kind of, I like gave Gabe, you know, some details about what I wanted to do. Um, mm-hmm. It's not going to be a long episode. Um, but I had this really fun idea. I was like, you know what? It's almost July. We're getting real close to spooky season. I'm decorating next month. You know what? You should. I'm going to. July? (laughs) Fuck 4th of July. (laughs) I don't give a fuck. (laughs) After that holiday, just be prepared (laughs) to walk in fucking skeletons, pumpkins, and a whole bunch of other spooky shit because I'm sick and tired. Of all these other decorations. You know what? I love that for you. I know. I think that's a great idea. I like walk. I walked into Hobby Lobby today and I seen like a whole bunch of fall stuff and it reminded me of my grandma. I was like, ooh, I know my grandma would want me to buy that. (laughs) You're just using that as an excuse. I should buy that. (laughs) You can tell your husband. She's like, she told me. Like, I felt a nudge. Mm -hmm. She was like, yeah, that that looks great. That's going to look great on your couch. Mm -hmm. Oh. How did you know I was looking at pillows? Because you are obsessed with fucking pillows, dude. I love it. I swear you almost have a pillowcase for every holiday. I'm pretty sure you do. No, I don't have 4th of July yet. But (laughs) But literally every other holiday. Oh, yeah. It'll be like, and sometimes she forgets to like decorate until last minute. So like when uh, St. Patty's Day came up, it was like two days before I walked in (laughs) and everything was green and the pillows were like, happy St. Patty's Day. I was like, did you just remember? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I don't fucking care about St. Patrick's Day. March is my birthday month. <laughs> Nothing else. That's I don't give a shit. You're like, this is the month that I bless everybody with you with my presence. So oh, you're welcome. Speaking of, I just thought about this. Um, we have to do a shout out to Summer because yes. she boosted my ego more than what she probably should have. You didn't have. need to do that, Summer. <laughs> Um, because now I have a bigger ego than what I already started. She's to walking have. around, her head's all cocked sideways because it's so my big. fucking shoulders are hurting from carrying this big ass fucking head now. Um, but she went to school with my husband, or yeah, I'm assuming they went to school together. Mm-hmm. And um, she just made the connection because my husband posted a picture on Facebook, and she was like, "Wait a minute, does your wife have a podcast?" <laughs> And he's like, yes, she does. Yes, she's like, shut up. I fucking love her. <laughs> well, I fucking love you too. Okay. So there's that. There's that. <laughs> yes. Summer, we love you. And I know that you said you were going to freak out if we, if we uh, shout it out to you. But... So grab your inhaler. <laughs> <laughs> she's, in, she's just like wheezing right now. She's, <laughs> she's like riding in the car listening to us. She's like, oh my God. <laughs> you said my name. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Anyways, now that we're going on like four minutes of this intro, mm. <laughs> my idea for this episode is like I was saying. I forgot. You didn't even say <laughs> it didn't. yet. You just like took over. I was like, <laughs> you know what? Go girl. I don't care. My ego. See? <laughs> but anyways, like I was saying, we're getting very close to spooky season. 
And I know Gabe and I keep like hinting and like saying that we want to do a live show. Um, and I came up with an idea and I think it's a good one. I don't know. It might suck. Let's see. It might suck. <laughs> but basically, because we're poor bitches, I was like, let's do something in Michigan because, you know, we're poor bitches. And so I found a list of 25 of the most haunted places in Michigan. I'm going to tell you what they are. I'm going to tell you basically what's going on with them. And then I'm going to post on our Facebook page and we're going to do a poll. And I want you guys to vote where you would like us to do a live show. If you fuckers try to get me <laughs> killed, okay, <laughs> just know that I have no fucks <laughs> that I give and I will haunt you for the rest of your life, okay? Just remember that. <laughs> Put that in your pocket. Save it for later. Well, I was also thinking because Rod, yes, he's a paranormal investigator, like as a side job. He's a ghost hunter. Yeah, so I was thinking about maybe contacting him and seeing if he wanted to do it with us because everybody really loved the way that like he like spoke and his storytelling yeah. abilities. Oh yeah. So, anyways, just an hour of me going, "What the fuck was that? Did you fucking hear that?" And I'll be over there like in 1947. <laughs> 1947. Jesus, that's the year your grandma was born. <laughs> Her best friend moved to Texas. <laughs> okay, oh, this is getting out of control. Just grab a drink and let's, let's get, get cracking. Crackin'. So the first one that we're going to start out with is the Old City Orphanage in Marquette. Because what is more haunted than a fucking abandoned orphanage? Hell no. Have you seen the movie The Orphan? I ain't going. Mm -mm. No. Yeah, if they I voted in. <laughs> if they voted in, man. You ain't got no choice. All right. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, fucking fight me, man. So, formerly known as the Holy Cross Orphanage, the Old City Orphanage stands against the Marquette Hills as a men menacing reminder of the city's past. Built in 1950 and abandoned in the mid-60s, the Catholic Orphanage remains a location of lengthy narrative and legend. Now, according to occupants of the orphanage, the nuns were known to physically and mentally abuse the children and were fierce in their punishments. Of fucking course they were. Fucking nuns, man. I can't trust nuns after watching The Nun. That, I don't know, that wasn't too scary, but let me tell you, the nun, the sister that we had at our church, shit, she meant business. I never crossed her. <laughs> She's ever. scary. She was only like a freaking four foot six little tiny Mexican old oh, lady, but ooh, she was mighty. Real, I feel like anybody under five feet, like you don't mess with them. Like they're just, they have like so much like pent up anger in them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I can see that. <laughs> Now, one account recalls a little girl playing outside during a blizzard and basically catching pneumonia. Um, so what happened was this little girl got in trouble and it was blizzarding outside. And so they kicked her out like as punishment. And she was like, okay, whatever. I'll just play in the snow, right? And she ended up getting pneumonia and she died. Now, as a testament to her foolishness, basically, because the nuns blamed it on her, and a warning to the other children, the nuns put her body on display for all to view. 
and the crying of children is said to be heard if passing the building on a quiet night. Bro, that sounds like some Miss Trunch bullshit. Yes. Do you see? Did you hear the remaking Matilda? I'm pissed. I'm so pissed. And it's a musical. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, I seen that. But then when I seen who like miss trunchbull was i was like i was like you're not scary you the og miss trunchbull man you you can't i don't even know this lady don't even look real (laughs) she literally looks like her face is just photoshopped on there oh no it probably is they probably couldn't find any like beefy women to do it anymore i'm upset i'm not watching it all right next we have the paulding light now the small town of paulding michigan is in the upper peninsula and is known for a mysterious light display that occurs along the stretch of highway 45 although numerous paranormal investigators and even the ripley's believe it or not team have examined the area no explanations for the phenomenon had ever been found aliens absolutely Now, locals say the small spherical lights of white, red, and green are the ghost of a railroad railroad worker who died while trying to switch the tracks or of a Native American man dancing along the power lines. It could be either one. We don't know. That's like a very wide spectrum. (laughs) There's like so much in between there. Could have been a guy who got ran over by a train. Could be a guy who was Indian. We don't know. We don't know. All right. Next, we have Mackinac Island itself, which Mackinac. I mean, Mackinac. Mackinac. I know I always pronounced it Mackinac as a kid, and everybody would always look at me weird. And I'm like, that's literally how it's spelled. I felt so dumb. I'm from Michigan. I should have known, but you know, <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> now, thought to be the most haunted place in Michigan, Mackinac Island has tours to tours. Tours, tours, tours. <laughs> devoted to its most ghost-ridden locals, from the Grand Hotel. Oh, hotel. <laughs> I don't know why I'm pronouncing. She's got herself a little twang tonight. I don't know why I'm pronouncing my O's like that. <laughs> <laughs> the Grand Hotel, built upon the first military post's cemetery, always a great idea, you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, to Fort Mackinac, um, to Mission Point. And then, uh, so Mission Point is actually haunted by a ghost of a young man who shot himself after a heartbreak. Uh, Mackinac Island is a paranormal investigator's dream destination. Which, you know, I don't know, man. I've been like... multiple times and I don't, like, I don't know. I, maybe it's just because, like, it's during tour season and so I don't feel, maybe. like, watched or anything. But... Listen, I got shit that happens to me all the time. So I'm like a magnet for things. And that's why when we do this, you're going to be on the opposite side of the building. And I'm going to be over here in just like my little quiet corner. (laughs) Actually, no, that'd be terrifying. I would never go anywhere by myself. No, No. I wouldn't. All right. Third on the list or fourth on the list. I don't know. I've already lost count. The uh, Turn to page 236. (laughs) The Calumet Theater. Uh, This theater originally opened as an opera house in 1900 before making a gradual transition to plays and films. It has two balconies that are fairly large, and the theater as a whole holds 700 people, which, I mean, that's a pretty big building. 700 people. The original ghost story begins with an actress named Madame Helena Majestic who performed at this venue during her life. Sometime in the 1950s, an actress was on stage and forgot her lines. As the rumor goes, she looked up into one of the balconies and discovered Majestic up there, mouthing the lines to her. 
Currently, theater goers have said they feel eerie presence, presences, sudden gusts of cold air, and hear music that does not seem to come from a source. So she's over there. She's like, y'all, I know I died, but that doesn't mean the bar out. dropped. Okay, I'm going to help you out, man. Get I your got shit you. together. What an amateur for getting your lines. <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> I just think of that meme that's on Facebook where it's like, the serial killer left a, f- a footprint at the <laughs> crime. Fucking naked with a bowl of popcorn. What Fucking an idiot. idiot. <laughs> I do that, though. I do that. I do, too. <laughs> They're like, and then the shoelace. I'm like, idiot. I got it all planned out, man. I'm First off, don't legit. wear any shoelaces. Listen, I'm going to shave my head. So if you ever see me with my head shaved, just know, okay? I'm going to shave my head, and then I'm going to buy a wig, okay? Mm-hmm. One of the real-haired wigs, right? Mm-hmm. Because if I leave some hair behind, who are they going to track? Not fucking me, because I'm bald. <laughs> because I'm bald. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the shit that gets said on this podcast, honestly. <laughs> No, to the FBI <laughs> listening. I will never do that. Wink. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> Next is the Soul Cho Point Lighthouse. <laughs> I thought you said chode. I was like, wow. Wow. <laughs> Didn't I know we had that? <laughs> it's like, it's kind of surprising. Like, I feel like everything in Michigan is either named like after like Native American influences or French. Like, there's no in between. And so I, like, I've lived here for freaking 24 years, and I don't know how to pronounce half the stuff sometimes. Oh, I know. There's, like, you know those things where it's like, uh, can you pronounce these? And I'm like, come on. Like, Onondaga and shit Mm -hmm. like that. And then there's some where I'm like, uh, What? what the fuck is that? Right. Or there's, like, I like people who, like, they're like, oh, it's Charlotte. No, it's not. It's Charlotte. Oh my god. Or it's not Leslie, oh. it's Leslie. But what if it is? What if it actually is and supposed to be every- Charlotte? Probably. And everybody with a Michigan accent's like, I'm just gonna go down to Charlotte. <laughs> so <laughs> freaking. Oh my god. Oh my god. Go get me some milk. <laughs> At the milk. grocery store. It's milk. <laughs> milk. milk. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Alright. So, in 1895, a long fucking time ago, (laughs) this lighthouse was dubbed by French fur traders. See, I told you it was French. French fur traders as the only choice for a stopping point on the route through Lake Michigan. Joseph Townsend was the lighthouse keeper for years, and his brother James was a wealthy captain, would often make the journey to visit him. Now, during a particular dire visit, Captain Townsend fell ill and died in the lighthouse. His body was embalmed and held in the basement for weeks as the family waited for people paying their respects to make the journey to Gulliver. What is he, fucking Walt Disney? (laughs) Reports of a lingering smell of a dead body. Gee, I wonder why. Footsteps up and down the lighthouse steps and odd noises have kept visitors coming to the lighthouse for over a century now. And there's a museum. Mm. I'm not going to a lighthouse, (laughs) y'all. It's like, we have two places to run, up or down. (laughs) It ain't happening. I'll jump. I swear to God. (laughs) I better hope this lighthouse is right next to the water. (laughs) Splash. All right. Next, we have Traverse City State Hospital. 
Constructed in 1885 and closed over 100 years later, the Traverse City State Hospital is perhaps the eeriest place in Grand Traverse County. Originally an asylum for the mentally unstable, during its active years, the hospital also housed those afflicted with tuberculosis, typhoid, and polio. Sounds like a blast. I was going to say mental hospital. Yes. I should have checked in. (laughs) I should have checked in. Although the Gothic-style buildings have undergone renovations since 2000, a visit to the grounds conjure up the ominous and oppressive feelings of its past. Underground tunnels and caged balconies add to the spooky visual and stimuli, and located on the trails behind the buildings, there is said to be a portal to hell under the hippie tree. (laughs) As well as documented paranormal investigations, the state hospital has several books dedicated to its disturbing history. Uh, you know what? I feel like, like loads a, of fun. I feel like this is a bad idea. Why did I say this? I was like, <laughs> let's just say what's let's see what's haunted and see what you guys want to do. I feel like you guys are gonna get us killed or like possessed. Eh, well, I don't have a soul, so <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> However, <laughs> you live in my backyard, so <laughs> either I, way, <laughs> someone's gonna die. <laughs> I've lived a good life. <laughs> All right. Next, we have Pier Cheney, uh, and this lo- this is located near Grayling. Uh, Pier Cheney was once a bustling 19th century sawmill village, and diseases like diphtheria and chlorhera ravaged the town, and the population dwindled to double digits before the town was eventually abandoned sometime after 1912. Uh, and this they abandoned because the post office closed. <laughs> They were hanging on, but then once they couldn't write They're letters, like, God damn it! <laughs> like, what are we gonna do, <laughs> Jimmy? I can't write letters to Deborah anymore. <laughs> Geraldine, Geraldine. <laughs> now, legend has it that nothing but a strange moss grows in the village, and the cemetery, one of the very few remaining landmarks, may even hold the bones of a witch. Let's let's be honest: which cemetery doesn't Ooh. hold the bones of a witch? None of them, because they all have witchy bones. Don't do that, guys, because I got, like, a burning witch on my arm, and she might be offended, so she might be offended. Don't send us there. <laughs> Next, please. Oh, no, this is another lighthouse. Not there either. <laughs> so this is the old Prasik Isle Lighthouse. Uh, this lighthouse is perched on Lake Huron and was active for 31 years before a turn of events left it seemingly haunted. <laughs> what are these events? I don't know. We're about to find out. <laughs> There are tales of screaming uh, coming from the tower, which are rumored to belong to a keeper's wife who had been locked up there against her will. Uh, we're going to pass. We're going to pass. We're going to pass on that one. Okay. We passed so hard it was past tense. Yeah. Yeah. What she said. <laughs> it's not over yet. So the real hauntings come from a different lighthouse keeper, George Paris, and his wife. These two moved into the keeper's cottage in 1900s to run the lighthouse, manage the museum, and give tours. Now, after Paris passed, the permanently disabled light from the lighthouse continues to come on at dusk and turn off at dawn every day. This lighthouse and its grounds are open to the public from mid-May through mid-October. Wow. I have... I'll wait until the very end, but I have an incredibly wild fucking story to share. Again, shit fucking happens to me all the time, you guys. <laughs> wild. I'm like, there's more choices. I'm just like trying to determine how many choices we should give them because all of them, man. Okay, whatever. 
All right. We'll let them choose. What? Let them choose our poison. Our, our life is in your hands. <laughs> Think wisely, please. Just remember, you love us, right? Right? Yes. That's what people say. And if there's no us, then there's no podcast. <laughs> and if there's no podcast, who the fuck are you going to listen You're to? You're going to get depressed. Yes. <laughs> and die. I'm She's going to go downhill real quick, okay? <laughs> Next, we have <laughs> Bowers Harbor Inn in Traverse City. Now, known as the restaurant Mission Table, this building is famously haunted by a ghost named Genevieve. She sounds she sounds okay. She sounds sweet. Okay, I love, Genevieve. I you know what I remember Genevieve name. from? Hmm. The Choo Choo Soul on Disney Channel. <laughs> All aboard the Choo Choo Train. <laughs> yes, yes, Genevieve. You just unlocked a core memory. <laughs> You're welcome. Do, do, do. <laughs> what was it? It was like. All aboard the choo-choo chain. All aboard. All aboard. Choo-choo. There it is. I was like, I know there's a choo-choo in there somewhere. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, Genevieve's husband was inn owner J.W. Stickney, who had an elevator installed at the inn for his overweight wife. Okay. We're just going to keep going. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, that's really sweet of him. But I feel like something bad's going to happen in this elevator. Uh, Stigney also hired a nurse to care for Genevieve, but ended up having an affair with this particular caretaker. When Stigney passed, he left all his financial wealth to the nurse, leaving only the end to Genevieve. Oh my god. Oh, Genevieve eventually hung herself in the elevator and continues to haunt the restaurant to this day. How did she do that? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> well, like, I... I... <laughs> specify listen okay so when i think like overweight if she can't walk up the steps i'm thinking like you know thousand pound sisters you know what i mean yeah so, but this is this is um, how she do that it doesn't give me a like time or like a time period i don't know like i'm i'm assuming like overweight probably wasn't like that overweight oh. Oh, okay but i was thinking I she didn't you know couldn't fucking walk I, bro i don't know Okay. Now, st <laughs> staff members and customers see her in one of the bathrooms and often on the stairs. She also causes disturbances by slamming doors, turning lights on and off, and making pans fall. It is also rumored that she doesn't take kindly to visiting nurses in the restaurant, so beware. I'd shit my pants. <laughs> if I seen her in the mirror, I would literally <laughs> shit my pants. So what you're saying is, is we have to buy nursing nurses' no! outfits and go there. I'm so sorry that was so loud, but... <laughs> We'll have to do that. No. We'll have to get some scrubs or something. <laughs> if that's what you choose. I'm getting a sexy nurse outfit. <laughs> Gonna hit up Party City before. Genevieve. No. Immediately no. And now that you said that, people are going to be like, yep, that's the one. Just because we want to see you in nurse's outfit. <laughs> Listen, my name ain't Zach Bagans. Okay. I don't go around there taunting ghosts. I do. <laughs> <laughs> And we have more people. And there's right. more. And there is more. Now, uh, next is Michigan Bell Telephone Company in Grand Rapids. We're getting closer to home. Mm. Uh, shrouded in legend, the Michigan Bell tel Telephone Company stands on the grounds of what was once a lavish mans mansion. <laughs> Not Charles Manson. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> In downtown Grand Rapids, current employees often experience ghostly encounters due to the grisly history of this particular plot of land. It is said that Randall couple that said that the Randall couple purchased the Judd White House from its previous owners and hadn't lived there for long before tragedy struck. 
Warren Randall, a, a railroad brakeman, lost his leg while on the job and had it replaced with a wooden prosthetic. My leg. <laughs> this led to feelings of insecurity on Warren's part, and he soon accused his wife, Virginia, of having an affair. Their marriage was no longer happy, and arguments were often overheard from the street. I have a bad feeling about this. Uh, after noticing a pungent odor emanating from the mansion workers in the building next door contacted officials to investigate the two were found dead in the house warren had allegedly beaten virginia to death with his wooden leg before slitting his own throat the ghost of the couple argued to this day as witnessed by employees of the company with some saying that the randalls are responsible for eerie prank calls traced back to the building after hours i would be fucking pissed prank calls what i would the fuck do they say i don't i don't know Maybe like someone come get me out of this fucking place because this asshole of my husband murdered me and now I'm stuck here for the rest of eternity. Is your refrigerator running? <laughs> well, you better go catch it. <laughs> I was at work today. One of the guys that I work with, he kept like sniffling because uh, like we work outside a lot. So like allergies are just crazy this season. Mm -hmm. And he kept sniffling. He's like, man, my nose is running. I was like, you better catch it. And he looked at me and he was like. Don't, don't ever do that again <laughs> and he like walked away and i was like i thought it was funny i laughed har har <laughs> that was the joke the robber laughed at <laughs> it was i i guarantee he was probably like huh. <laughs> you know like it's just one of those things you're like ah that okay. was good that was good that was good uh next we have the out witch at finley cemetery um, in the early 1800s in Adam, Michigan, an adventurous woman was followed by her husband as she went to meet her lover. As the story goes, her husband watched for proof of the cheating before he busted onto the scene to kill his wayward wife. <laughs> After she was dead, he turned on the lover and they fought until both fell. Uh, so they basically fought to the death, but they both died. <laughs> Passion. Wow. Yes. I'm impressed, actually. I feel like that would be, like, that's, like, something out in the movies, you know? Like, you just keep going, and then, like, they're both tired, but, yeah, they just keep, like... <laughs> like Mortal Kombat? <laughs> yes. Finish him. <laughs> Victory. <laughs> Today, the woman's ghost has been spotted in Seedman Park, where the murder supposedly occurred. Honey Creek Road, where her body was found, and Finley Cemetery, where she was buried. As haunt historians have researched the story of the unfortunate woman, however, they have been unable to prove that any such murder actually occurred or that she was even buried at Finley. No police report exists to the co to the co-op. Oh, sorry. Oh, my God. To cooperate. <laughs> the triple homicide. Nor is there evidence explaining why her ghost is referred to as a witch. Because let's be... I'm also kind of annoyed with this. Just because you're a woman and you're a ghost doesn't mean you're a witch, okay? Stop stop <laughs> forcing this this title on every female ghost that's ever existed, all right? she Maybe she's a hippie, you know? Or, uh, I don't know, maybe she was like a nurse or, I don't know, like a lawyer. You don't free, know. Free my girl Bathsheba. Yes, Bathsheba, man. She was just living her best freaking life. Her best afterlife. Yes. And then fucking here comes... Lorraine. Ugh. Lorraine. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even speak her name. Don't even. Ooh. All right. So we have two more. All right. Okay. Um, so next we have the ghost of Elias Frisk at Hell's Bridge. Negative. 
<laughs> when Rockford was first inhabited years ago, the surrounding woods and Rogue River were a source of resources and adventure for the people settling there. When children began going missing in the early 1800s, though, the townspeople banded together in the church to split parents up into search parties. Now, old Elias Frisk warned parents of the terrifying demons surrounding the town and volunteered to stay behind with the remaining children while parents searched for their loved ones. As soon as the parents were out of town, Frisk led his charges to the woods along the bank of the road and brutally murdered them in the same place he had killed all the others. As he was pitching the bodies off the newly built bridge, horrified parents came to the scene of the crime. Although Elias Frisk pled for mercy and insisted it was demons who forced his hand, the townspeople hung him from the bridge that came to be known as Hell's Bridge and left his body there until the water wore away the rope holding him. That's a long fucking time, you guys. Wow. Swimmers today have felt hands grab their ankles nope. and the devil's laughter is said to echo the bridge after dark. Hell no. How do people know what the devil sounds like? Sometimes I'm just, like, what if it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, you don't know. No, it's got to be deeper than that. There ain't no fucking way. <laughs> Actually, you know what? You know who I think he sounds like? Hmm. Do you remember the crab girl man thing on uh, Powderpuff Girls? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? The huge, obviously, member of the, the mafia game, the ABC mafia, the alphabet mafia. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't remember his name. Little Pinchers. Yep. But I feel like that's how he's <laughs> like super deep voice. <laughs> Maybe. Hopefully I'll no. never find out. I, I think know. it's a he's like like high voice. It's been so long since I've watched the Powerpuff Girls. I know, me too. So long. All right. Last one. Um, and this one actually didn't happen too far from us. Uh so mm. this is the Bath School Massacre. Although rarely discussed, the mass murder at Bath School in 1927 is in fact the most deadly school massacre to date. Andrew Kehoe, a 55-year-old farmer and school board member, venomously opposed the upcoming mileage that would raise taxes. When the mileage passed, Kehoe's farm was foreclosed upon. Now, jump forward to May 18, 1927. Kehoe killed every animal on his farm, butchered his wife, burned his house down, and then headed to the school where he set off 500 pounds of dynamite. That was wild. The initial blast killed dozens of students and teachers, and as the superintendent waved Kehoe over to help get the children out safely, Kehoe ignited another round when, he, when his r- rifle misfired, killing him. The superintendent and eight more students were killed. The final death toll was 44, with an additional 58 injured. Holy shit. It was Richard Fritz's eighth birthday that day, and he died almost exactly a year later from complications after the bombing. Wow. He was buried next to his sister, Marjorie, at age, who at age 10 was also killed during the massacre. Oh, breaks my heart. Now, 87 years later, the community rallied to ensure that all the children had headstones. And every year, there are new Matchbox cards that appear on every grave. I'm getting chills. I know so much. No one has ever seen the cars delivered, but without fail, a friendly ghost has continued to leave tokens of childhood for these souls that pass too soon. Keep your eyes peeled for the arrival of Richard's toy, since he finally has a headstone to rest under now. Hmm. Hmm. So, I mean, let's, let me see. Hold on. I want to see if there's something, like, close. 
I was gonna say, yeah, uh, I feel like there's there's one in Kalamazoo. It's about a little bit mm-hmm. the Jewett House in Mason. No, I know I'm such a fucking scam, dude. It's it's, 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 it's such a scam. a scam. Uh, Detroit, Monroe, Northville. Um, I don't know if this is on the list, but Eaton Rapids, their old hospital, which is turned into like apartments now. Mm-hmm. That is supposed supposedly haunted, and I have heard from many people that it is incredibly haunted because they've lived there, as well as Rod was telling us about the what is it, the police house in Charlotte, like next to the courthouse or something like that. Mm-hmm. He said that he has stuff that will scare the shit out of us. I know. I'm kind of excited to hear. I'm sorry. I'm looking up that Eaton Rapids one because might as well throw that one in there. Uh, Or, you know, we could just go with Rod to the the Shartucky one. (laughs) Shartucky. My bad. (laughs) Is it the English Inn? No. (laughs) Haunted places in Eastern. And we are loading. Still loading. And we have loaded. All right. The Stinson Hospital? Sure. All right. So the Stinson Hospital in Eaton Rapids, Michigan, where my homegirl grew up. Yeah, yeah. This river rat. Shut up. This renovated hospital has sat on this property since the late 1800s. There have been countless deaths, natural and otherwise, on the property and in the building. The building now occupies four apartments. Reports of loud noises stemming from the basement all times of the day. And we're loading. (laughs) What the hell? Okay, it's not loading. But that one's literally like, what, 30 minutes from us? Yes. Hey. Listen, I know I'm not trying to, like, pressure anybody into picking, but this one's only 30 minutes from our house, so that means if we get scared, we can we can drive home real fast. <laughs> I'm not going to get scared. No. They'll probably we're... be scared of me. Yeah. For real. Because when I went to the Jewett house and we had the psychic lady with us, she's like, this is weird. It's never been this quiet. And I'm like, mm. I'm sure she says of that every time. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Anyways, let me share my really cool story because okay, again, T minus two minutes. Okay, <laughs> listen to me. Um, so I don't know if everybody knows. I'm pretty sure you have if you're on my Facebook. Um, my grandma recently passed away, and I'm 100% a true believer of the afterlife and being able to come back and visit your loved ones. Blah blah blah. Obviously, or else I wouldn't be doing fucking podcasts like this. <laughs> Anyways, so the other week I was making um fruit pizza for my children's fruit pizza <laughs> um for me, my <laughs> for my children's school picnic and I had flour all over the counter and I was kneading the dough and I had cleaned it all up baked my cookie dough and whatnot and when we got back home when we came back home, I remember um, moving the flour and the sugar off of the counter because I was going to wipe it down. Well, I have, you know, a fuck ton of croblins around here. <laughs> and so I got distracted. And the next morning I woke up and there is a fuck ton of flour on my like island. And so I instantly get pissed off because I'm like, 
what fucking croblin <laughs> dumped all my fucking flour out on this Which goddamn counter? Which one of you did it? And need the remember this is like 6 30 in the fucking morning so like i literally just woke my kids up so i'm like who the fuck did this right so i start like scooping it up and i'm like well hold on a second there's fucking writing in this and i'm like trying to read it can't figure out what it says and then i finally like got some words out of it there was an i and then it was love but it was l-u-v and then you, just a you, and then it was B something, and I couldn't read the rest. I think it was like B A. And so then I was like, my fucking husband, I was like, I want to throat punch you. It's kind, it's sweet, but like, oh, dude. Romance isn't making a mess, romance is cleaning up. Yes. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to fucking call him. So I call him and I ask him, and he's like, no, I didn't do that. And I'm like, are you sure? Like, are you fucking with me or or like what? Like seriously. And he's like, no, seriously. I did not do this. I swear on the kids' life. She didn't believe him. No. Fuck no, <laughs> I didn't believe him. I was like, all right, bitch. I got you. <laughs> and so I drilled my kids some more. And the more I looked at it, the more I was like, that's not my kids' handwriting. I mean, it did not look. Even when you write stuff in, you know, flour or the sand, you can still tell someone's handwriting. Right. And it definitely did not look like my kids' handwriting. So I'm like, man. I mean, only like two of them can write. So. Yeah. So. <laughs> and then when I drilled my kids again, they're like, mom, we would have had powder all over us. And I was like, ah, very fucking true. Because my kids don't know what napkins are. They just think that their clothes are napkins. So if they would have had flour all over them, it would have been all over them. And it yeah. wasn't. So. My husband gets home and I drill him once again because this never left my mind. Like I just kept going over and over and over and over again because I'm like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. And so I drill him again and I'm like, are you sure? Like, just tell me now because I'm kind of irritated, but like, I just need to know because I can't stop thinking about it. And he's like, no, I'm serious. He's like, I swear on my grandpa's life. And I was like, oh, okay, well there we go that, <laughs> there we go that was that was a big one that was the promise i needed thank you yep. <laughs> and so i drill my kids one more time and i was like you're not gonna get in trouble i just need to know and they're like no mom we didn't do it and i'm like all right so then i'm sitting there and i'm thinking about it and i'm thinking about it and i just so happened to be looking at my grandma's text messages and i remember that she would always spell love l-u-v and she would always put you because my grandma wasn't very good at texting. So she abbreviated <laughs> quite a bit. Well, my nickname for my grandma is Baby Cakes. And I'm pretty sure that that's what it said is I love you. And the B.A. whatever else was there because I was like scooping it all up. I'm pretty sure that said Baby Cakes. And my grandma came to visit me and it's wild. and then she said i fucking can't believe it took you that long to figure it out it was me gabe felt <laughs> so, she probably was she's she like was standing over your fuck? shoulder all day like um did you forget about me already <laughs> did like... you not see my nice gesture or no <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i'm telling you i've i literally always have something happening to me and you know it could be a demon just you know fucking with you 
fucking with me and pretending to be, but who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But, but well, thank you for that story. It was great. I loved it. It was the second time I've heard it, but I'd still a great yeah. story. Um, but anyways, if you guys want to vote, uh, like I said, we're gonna post these on uh Facebook on um I forgot what our podcast was called. <laughs> Boozy, a true crime and mystery podcast on Facebook. Uh, and we're gonna do a poll. I'm gonna list basically everything that I've that we went through, and then we want you guys to vote where you would like us to do a live show. Yes. Remember, our lives are in your hands. Um, so don't kill us. <laughs> Thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically we're doing it this early so that way we can make sure that we can actually do it at the location that you guys want. And because we- I know you bitches are gonna fucking send us far away. Yeah. So we can't come home, which yes. means I have to get a hotel. So <laughs> And we're going to have to get, um, we're going to, we're thinking about updating our mics anyways, yeah. but, um, we're going to have to get portable mics to do this. Mm-hmm. So like, we're going all out for this, you guys. Like this is not, and if you send me to the fucking nurse's place where I have to dress up as a nurse, <gasps> what if we did a, con- I'm going to unfollow all of you. What if we did a contest where one lucky listener got to come with us <gasps> fucking sacrifices <laughs> as long as I can run faster than you. <laughs> I'll trip bitches. I don't care. <laughs> They're like, yeah, I don't want to go with that. Thanks. Though. They're like, no, we don't want that contest. Thank okay. You. We'll do that too. Yeah. If you want to set fine. that up and then put it on our webpage. Okay. On our webpage. Our webpage. <laughs> the pages of the webs. <laughs> but that's everything I have for you guys. Peace out. Bitches.